So why would he fail now? He won't. Thank God he won't. Amen. Amen. Thank God he won't. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My beautiful son, I sure appreciate you. Boy, I sure appreciate all of y'all that have been helping in this. We've People have no idea what it's like to get up and just, you know, everybody's looking at you like, okay, what are, where are we going? You know, you know what I mean? And, and there you are. We got to hear from the Lord. Amen. Amen. But boy, I tell you, we've got a fantastic team. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. How many of y'all are appreciative of this team? Thank God. Let's thank, you know what? Sometimes... Sometimes there's no advancement because we don't recognize the goodness of God and what the Lord has done for us. And it's a form of ungratefulness. It really is a form of ungratefulness, even though we're not trying to be ungrateful. But we need to realize that God has done great things for us here at Winter's Church. I mean, we're, we're a small church, and God has blessed us with big people, people that are big in their hearts and in their spirits, that God has called to do marvelous and extraordinary things. And so, Lord, we thank you for we thank you for the people that you brought here. Lord, we thank you, God, that you brought together a team of people, a family. Lord, you brought us together for one purpose, for your glory and for your honor, in Jesus' name. And so we exalt you, we lift you up. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done, for all you're doing, and for all that you're going to do. Holy Spirit, have your way at this place. Touch each one. Fill each one to overflowing. Lord, your word promises us that we, if we ask, you will give of your spirit unto us. And so, Lord, we say, let the river flow. Let the fire burn. Let the wind blow. Let your spirit move, God, in this place. Let your spirit move in this place. Lord, we're not talking about this building. Let your spirit move in every area of our lives, every area of our hearts, every area of our being. Blow and blow, fire, fire burn, yeah. Let the river flow. Let the river flow. Let the river flow, yeah. And I just felt a wave of uh... <laughs> oh glory <laughs> Woo! listen be filled be filled in the name of Jesus Vaya <laughs> sobra Telebriana full. Menesombrono. I command you in the name of Jesus. Be filled from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, Pastor, Pastor Annie, she's gonna share something with us. She, you know, we've been we've been um, endeavoring to just flow with the Holy Ghost and let, let the Lord do what he wants to do. 
And you know, that can look lots of different ways. Some of you, listen, I, I really believe, you know, some of you, if you were in the world, you'd be out at a bar right now. Or at least getting ready to go. I mean, you're not even ready yet. It's only 748. So about 9 o'clock, you'd be, about yeah, about 9 Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're just passing the liquor store right now. Go back. <laughs> Sheree, Sheree, like picking up cigs and a little bit something, something for when the bar closes. But tonight, listen, tonight we're bellying up to the Holy Ghost bar. Amen. Listen, some of you need to take a big old drink tonight in the name of Jesus. Take a big old drink of the new wine. Amen. Be filled tonight to overflowing. Some of you have never experienced Holy Ghost drunkenness. But I, I really believe tonight might be your night. Amen. And so open up your hearts and be sensitive to the Spirit. And uh, Pastor Annie's going to share a couple things with us. And we're just going to follow the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, um, <laughs> this is really new for me. <laughs> Ziggy keeps trying to push me out there, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> help me, Jesus. <laughs> um, but I really am really trying to, to lean into him and to really hear his voice. And, and tonight, what, what I was feeling is that, you know, anytime any of us have gone to revival, we've always gone when revival's already started. So we go like in the middle. Um, we're, we're not there at the beginning when um, they're plowing the ground and they're working towards, you know, God showing up. And... Um, I know that normally uh, Ziggy will go, and then sometimes I go with him when they first start, and then I go at the end, and I see the difference in, you know, what God has done. And um, so here we are at the start. I, I feel like we're at the start. And so there are so many things that happen when we're starting. Um, and you guys, we cannot take this for granted by no means. Um, and, and to be respectful and um, humbled and um, sensitive to his spirit. Um, I, I love every single one of you guys, but I don't come here to, to hang out with y'all. Um, I do, but I don't. Um, my purpose for being here is to be, to meet him. And I think we really need to be sensitive to that. Um, I don't want him grieved by the complacency or just the, the routine of what we do when we see each other all the time. get to experience this all the time, and I know you guys don't either. So I'm very, very sensitive to that. I don't want him to stop. 
And I don't want him grieved because we don't really see how important this is for our walk and for our destiny. So Acts chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. If I can read that. Now there were in the church that was at the Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnab Barnabas and Simon that were called We're going to play a video. Just hang on baby. We're going to let you talk but we're going to play this video because I think this video says a lot. This is a testimony that came out of Pensacola, Florida during the revival there. And so I want you to take a look at this. And about eight minutes long. I've been through high school and I'm in college now. And... At the beginning of this revival, I didn't come for the first week. I, I was like everyone else. I wasn't so sure about it. And um, church had always been kind of a, just a requirement anyway. So it was the second Sunday of this revival that I came to the, the night service. And um, uh, Steve preached on, um, I have a verse for it, um, to Matthew 6. Um, 24 it says no one can serve two masters either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other and what Steve preached about that night was you cannot hold on to the hand of God and onto the hand of the world at the same time and uh, all through high school and college I've I've known God well God has had a place in my heart but he didn't really have a place in my life. And I never thought that God had anything to offer other than just sitting at church. And I'd never given him a chance to do anything in my life. So I was constantly running after the world. I was running after what I, I thought I had to have something that the world would give me. But whenever I heard that, what Steve preached, I, my eyes were opened like Steve preached last night, um, Satan, he blinds us. And I, I was blinded by worldly things that I thought I had to have and worldly friends that I thought I had to have. And all it took to totally change my life was for me to, to, to listen and, and really hear what these people, these men of God are trying to say what God is trying to say. You know, the Bible says people, they have ears to hear, but they don't hear what people are trying to say and what God is trying to say to, say to them. And um, I listened that night, and God totally opened my eyes. You know, he changed my whole life. I was terribly depressed because I... I had enough of God in me to know what I was doing was wrong and to be miserable doing it. And I was in the most horrible position you can be in. God says himself, he'd rather spit you out of his mouth than to have you be lukewarm because you're no good to anybody unless you're hot or cold. So. I'm hot now. Yeah. 
that happened to me the first week of the revival. And, uh, <laughs> and like they say, you don't have to search after the manifestation. The manifestation is on me now, but it wasn't for a long time. I came to lots of meetings and I got prayed for and I never felt anything physically happen, but my whole life was transformed. And now God has given me the gift of intercession and um, he has He's allowed me to feel, the Holy Spirit has allowed me to feel just part of the pain that he feels whenever people don't listen to him. I've realized that the Holy Spirit, he's here. He's waiting on all of us just to a tiny bit of our heart to want him he'll come in and change your whole life he'll change everything yes, will. everything whenever whenever this is on you allison you don't have pain do you no it's not painful at all you know <laughs> you know seriously seriously whenever someone sees someone like this that, that, that's manifesting the Spirit of the Lord, they think they're under pain or they're under duress. But it's not like that at all. Tell them what it's like. Well, there's two different kinds with me. Like right now, I think the glory of God is so strong up here, my body just can't really take it. And that, that's why I'm doing this. But there's other times whenever I come into God's presence and I'm... Um, I don't move at all, but inside me, it's like there's just waves of God inside of me. And then there's other times whenever I'm interceding and it's not painful to my body, but it's painful to my heart because I know that God loves people so much and he's, he's, he's in a hurry. He, he wants, he wants, he wants everyone. He, there's not much, not much more time. And he, he aches and he, he grieves for your spirit. He grieves for you. to it or take away from it. If you're in this building tonight and you're away from God, there's sin in your life and you know it, you need to come back to Jesus. I want you to get up from where you're at and come to these altars right now. Don't wait on anybody else. Get up and come. You need to run to Jesus right now. Get up and come right now. Get up and come right now. You're away from the Lord. I want you to come right now. Get up right now. Up in the balcony. You need Jesus to forgive you, to wash you, to cleanse you. You're spiritually dead. Get up and come right now to the altar. Get up and come right now. Get up and come. This is a message tonight. This preacher is not going to preach. This was a message tonight. This rarely happens, friends, and we're obeying God. We are obeying God tonight. Get up and come. You're away from God. Get up and come right now.
If you're back, Oh, that's the tall white guy. <clears throat> Praise God. Praise God. I just don't want things to be the same. <sighs> and it really has to be first. He's got to be first for us in everything we do. We really have to learn how to be sensitive to his spirit. scripture in the book of Acts chapter 13 it says this it says now they were in the church that was at Antioch verse 1 it says there was at the church no now they were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers uh, as Barnabas and, and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Menaean which had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, as they ministered to the Lord, you know, so, some people wondering what we're doing here. We're ministering to the, we're ministering to the Lord. Oh, yeah. See, some of you still in the chow line trying to get ministered to. You know, some people, they're still, that's where they're at. They, 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 in fact, that's what some people believe church is all about. It's all about ministry to me. God, what can you do for me? But as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Bible says that um, the Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me Saul and Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. And so we see here in this verse of Scripture that there was a time of ministry to the Lord. And in that time of ministry to the Lord, there was uh, opportunity created for revelation. Revelation. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something, folks. When we get in the presence of the Lord, when we minister to the Lord, when we put God first, when we put Him ahead of everything, then... All the things that we have in our lives where we need God's help, where we need his uh, touch, where we need his anointing, all those things will be settled in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And so, you know, Pastor Annie, uh, you know, what she's sensing, what we're, what we're all sensing uh, is an awareness of God, an awareness that he is trying to reveal his heart to us, to reveal what is in his mind and what is 
uh, what his desires are. You know, the Bible says when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desires of our heart. See, some people think that means that God gives you what you desire when you delight yourself in the Lord. But really, you know, that verse of Scripture says something much deeper. What it's saying is when you delight yourself in the, in the Lord, He will put His desires in your heart. And He'll cause you to desire the things that He desires, to want the things that He wants. Um, there's a, there's a, a, a line in a song that says, uh, break my heart with what breaks yours. Everything I have, I believe, is the next words for your kingdom, Lord. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, these, these are the words of someone who tapped into that place. You know, every now and, now and then a song will come down the pike uh, that you know someone has entered into the presence of God in a, in a way that a lot of people never do. And they receive uh, these songs from the Lord. You know what? There's a song going through my spirit right now. And <laughs> I, I believe God wants to, God wants us to hide ourselves in his presence. Oh, yeah. Amen. God wants, God wants to, God wants to hide us in his presence. That when people look at us, they don't see us, they see him. And so let's, let's let that be our prayer and our desire tonight as the Spirit of God moves in our hearts and moves upon us here today. You know, even, even if you're overwhelmed tonight and drunk on new wine, even if you get so uh, drunk in the Holy Ghost that you need a designated driver to get home, or you, you, know, you, drive, you try to drive home, you get pulled over driving under the influence of the Holy Ghost. I mean, even if that's, even if that's, the, that's the, the manner in which He touches us, Let's not allow that just to be an occasion to our flesh and an occasion for us to say, ah, oh, well, wasn't that wonderful, you know? I, boy, I feel good, you know? Um, man, you can listen to James Brown's song and feel good, you know? Uh, and we shout, and I feel good and, and whatnot. But that's, we don't just want to feel good. We, we want to we be uh, encompassed roundabout with his presence. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. So let's just lift a hand to heaven right now. Para soporodruche, que le soprondre maradrieche. There's a song we used to do back in the day. Said this way: it says, "It said, uh, you are my hiding place." You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall encompass me about with songs of deliverance. What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. You are my hiding place. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall encompass me about with songs of deliverance. What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. Lord, we trust you. We trust you. 
We trust you. Lord, we minister unto you. We minister unto you, Lord. We minister unto you. God, as we get into this weekend, <laughs> as people face the mountains of laundry, the mountains of dishes, the mountains of housework, the things that have been neglected to be in your presence. Lord, may they remain, may they remain encamped around about by your spirit. Lord, I pray that their hearts won't be overwhelmed by this natural realm. But Lord, they'll be overwhelmed with your presence, continuing to long and to thirst and to hunger for you. And God, we pray that you will do what, what only you can do. Jesus, you said that no man can come to the Father unless the Holy Ghost draws them. And so, Holy Spirit, our prayer is that you will begin to draw on the hearts of men, that you will draw them close to you, God, that as they enter into your presence, as they enter into the Spirit, as they hear your word declared, Lord, through our mouths, as we minister to you, as we pray, as we praise, God, let us be living epistles. Lord, let us be uh, your word, uh, your Bible, books for them to read as we live for you, as we live our lives for your glory. And God, may, they, may the light of your word and the light of your Spirit shine within the lives of those who have been away from you. And God, may they be drawn to the foot of the cross. May they be drawn to that place of repentance. May they be drawn to that place, Lord, of salvation, to that place where they embrace, Lord, what you did for them 2,000 years ago in the death, burial, and resurrection of your son, Jesus, that they'll embrace this saving, liberating, uh, <clears throat> healing, delivering power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, when Barnabas and Saul were called out by the Spirit of God, on that day, when they were turned loose from that company, they wreaked havoc in the kingdoms of darkness by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Pastor Annie's right. There's a lot of people that they don't see. They don't see the battle. They don't see the intercession. They don't see the sacrifices made uh, in order to um, uh, position uh, ourselves for the moving of God's Spirit. And so there'll be people that'll come. You know, one time, can I tell you this testimony? One time, one time when we were in Lexington, we went to Lexington back in, two, I believe it was 2006, maybe 2008, I don't remember exactly, but we were there for six months in Lexington as God poured out His Spirit in revival. Man, I'm telling you, the Lord moved in Lexington in a powerful way. And as we drew close to the end of those meetings, I remember there was a visit. We had a visit from some people. They had never been to the revival. They had never, they had never even come to the meetings. But it was two people, and they came into the meetings. And, of course, when you're, when you're um, 25 weeks into a 30-week revival, it's nice and toasty in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Lord is working. You don't have, you don't have to pray. Uh, to enter into the presence of God. You, when, when you've been there that long and you've been in His presence and following the leading of the Spirit, when you walk in the door, you're in His presence. That, that's, what, that's what happened in Lexington. That's what happened in, the, uh, in Blackwell. In Blackwell, we got, we got in the Spirit and people, uh, it, it wasn't, they didn't have to go through praise and worship no more before they got in the Spirit and got in the presence of God. They'd walk in the door and they'd just walk immediately to the front and lift their hands and begin to praise God and wait for the worship team to start. There'd be people a half hour before church started just worshiping God because they stepped into His presence. Oh, yeah. 
Well, then we were in that condition in Lexington. And these two people came in, I'll never forget it, because they stuck out like a sore thumb. People who haven't been in the presence of God, you can tell when, uh, especially when it's a believer, when it's a Christian. <laughs> these people had no idea what had happened in those meetings up to the point where they walked in the doors. But when they walked in the doors, because they were, you know, they were, of course they loved Jesus, but they were, you know, they were, uh, they were more carnal in their thinking uh, than, than we were because we had been there day in and day out. And so what motivated them? You know, Paul Trochel came and he talked to us about motives. He talked to us about the intent of our heart and how important that is to the Lord, that the intent of our heart remain pure. And the only way that can happen is by staying in his presence. You get out of his presence for a little while and your, your intentions will go sideways real quick. Mine too, church. Y'all know I'm talking to me too. I'm talking to me too. If you have an earth suit, if you have a body of flesh on you, right, which all of us do, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the battle, that's the wrestling match, that's the, that's the fight that we fight. It's the, uh, we, we, die, we have to die to ourselves every day because we're selfish. <laughs> so these, it was two girls, they, they came in, they were, they were young. But immediately when they walked in, the Spirit of God came on them. You know what their idea was? You know what their thought was? Their thought was that the, the Spirit of God came on them because God had something for them to do in that meeting to help us. First time they'd been there. We, we'd been there for 20, 25 weeks. The Spirit of God came on them when they walked in, and in their mind, the Spirit of God came on them because God was giving them something to help us. And so they got up, and, and uh, they, I, I, we, we had been praying, and, and uh, I don't know, some, there came a point where it, it was the a floor was open for, uh, I was letting people testify, and one of them said they had a testimony, and I was a little, uh, I was a little perplexed that they would have, because I was talking about testimonies people had for revival, you know, the revival that we'd been having. And so several people testified about the revival. And then one of these people, I was like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you in this meeting. You have a testimony about revival? Yes. Ever since I walked in, you know, the Lord has been on me, they said. The Spirit of God has come upon me. And uh, I'm here because I just want to let you all know that God is going to send revival. You know, uh, no one looks more moronic and more idiotic than someone who walks into a place not recognizing and not realizing what's going on. And, and my flesh, in the natural, the first thing I wanted to do is yank the mic out of their hand. And uh, I didn't really want to pray for them. I just wanted to knock them over. You know, just to get them out of the way. I'd be, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen. Or just to, to move, because I thought, how, how, stupid, how stupid can you get? You know, that, that's what I thought. But you know what the Lord, you know what the Lord spoke to me in that moment? Probably what the Lord has been talking to Annie about. Uh, all this uh, this evening that she can't talk about. <laughs> but you know what the Lord said to me? The Lord said, everything I've done here in Lexington, I've done to prepare the way for them. When you were praying, when you were praising, when you were ministering unto me, when I was downloading revelation into you, when I was pouring out my spirit, when you were getting drunk on the new wine, I was doing all that so I could, I was doing all that for you so that I could reach them. I was doing all that for you so that there would be a place prepared so that they could come in and experience my presence and find the same freedom that you have found. You know what? I'm going to tell you something, folks. Some people going to come in here and they're going to think that it was their prayers that brought us to this place place. They're going to believe that they labored and they travailed in intercession and that they prophesied what's happening in our church into existence. And they're going to come in here and they're going to tell you that. And if you're in the flesh, you know what you're going to want to do? You're going to want to lay hands on them suddenly and with great force. 
You're going to want to minister to them in the five-fold ministry. But you know what we have to remember? We have to remember that God, you know what? He, he prepares, a, God will prepare a way. Amen. We've got, we've got to have the same heart that John the Baptist had. He must increase so that I can, amen. You know, when, when, he, when the Bible said it, it says, I must decrease that he might increase. But you know what? Really, when you read it, it kind of translates differently. It translates this way. He must increase so that I can decrease. There's no, there's no us decreasing until he increases. Amen. Amen. And what did John the Baptist come to do? Did he come to, did he come to persuade the people that he had heard from God? Did he come to persuade the people that he really was anointed? That he wasn't some whack job living out in the wilderness, eating locusts and wild honey? Did he come to try to prove that he, 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 was, that he had uh, integrity, that he had credibility? No, he, he wasn't trying to promote himself. He wasn't trying to exalt himself. All he was trying to do is make a path for the way of the Lord to make a path for Jesus to be able to come and to do what only Jesus... Are y'all hearing me today? See, that's us. And you know what? It's, it's without glory. It's without accolades. It's without celebration. No one's going to give you a medal. No one's going to write about you. You know what? No one writes, no one writes about the intercessors and those that pressed in and those that came together after a Sunday night and sacrificed day after day for, for a week and for at least a week. You know, we don't know what will happen next week. I reckon we'll find out. But you know what? That's not who the books are written about. You know, I think I mentioned this book to y'all. Maybe y'all can find it and read it. But it's a, it's a book called, uh, the title of it is Intercessor. And the, the fellow's name who wrote it is Reese Howell. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you read that book and it'll tell you how God will take. If God can find people that are willing to lay, that, lay down their lives, to make a path, amen. For him to come and to move. Oh, yeah. Amen. Boy, mm -hmm. that's right. Huh? Reese Howell, intercessor. <clears throat> Man, there's so much that's going through my spirit right now, but huh? I felt like the Lord said this just a minute ago. <laughs> Do you know how when um, <laughs> you know how when you have visitation rights, he said the visitations are going to start regular here. <laughs> They're going to start regular here. <laughs> I guess he has visitation rights. Amen. <laughs> I reckon he does. Selfere driete. En homo robose. Sola cred robose ketche bandere marafrude. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, let our hearts be right before you. Create in us a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit within us. 
Cast us not away from your presence, O God. Take not your Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us the joy of your salvation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Create in us a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from your presence, O God. Take not your Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us, God, the joy of our salvation, of your salvation. And renew a right spirit, God, within each one of us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Well, visitation. Amen. 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 He's working it out for you. Praise God. Hilda, you got something? Oh, I saw you standing there. I thought maybe you had something. Praise God. And Ephrodia. Hilda's like, wait a minute. And Ephrodia. I mean, I don't want anybody to get in the flesh and get crazy. But there might be someone who the Lord stirring something in your heart. And I don't want to, I don't want to shut you down. I want you, I really want you to open up your hearts. I believe God wants to do something to use you. Amen. So if you if you have a if he's if he's impressing something into your heart, into your spirit. I know, I know many of you are what you, you've been impressed with is what what we're declaring here and what we're saying and so it's 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 leaving an imprint but if there's something that we've missed and something needs to be added then I want you to be open in the name of Jesus thank God Bubba you got anything say he he looked like he wanted to sleep Gil and then Mesa Thank you. Um, so, I don't know. Y'all know that I'm trying to hear. God has been talking, and I, I've been listening. There's no doubt about that I know what he sounds like now. Uh, but for the past three days, uh, for the past couple of days, actually, he's been saying, and I don't know why, so I don't know why. Um, run, take three laps. So I'm about to take three laps. Whoever wants to join me, he keeps saying three laps for 2023. So whoever wants to join me, feel free to do so. But pastor, I'm about to take three laps. So let's go. She going with you. She, she, she amen. Amen. Elefredia. <laughs> Yeah, you just need to obey God. Some people are like, well, this don't seem right. Well, you haven't tried it. Amen. You haven't tried it. Glory. Oh, <laughs> glory. Amen. Was that three already? Wow. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's important that you respond to the Spirit, that you obey the Lord. And I know that, I know that some of you are... You're trying to be careful, and you should. But you know what? There's only some people, they've asked me, they say, Pastor, how do I know when God's asking me to do something? Well, you have to taste and see. That's what the Bible says. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Don't be afraid. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Turn to someone and say, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Run the devil out of him in the name of Jesus. I'm, I'm just playing Titus. Celebre heste cara. Frodo robo sahaya. Tolom romonde ne maradrieche. Ho sapara borre kesela. 
Sheredriete. I'm going to take a moment to testify about Jack because I feel like he's telling me something about what happened. If you guys remember when he first went to the um, ER about a week and a half ago, um, the reason why we found out was his oxygen levels had gone down to about um, 82, 84%. At 90, they say it's, it's bad. And so when we saw that he was at 82 David started packing him up to get him to the ER. And by the time he got there, David had to like move him around because he was not coherent. And that's when they went in and did the work on, I don't know what day, this week. His oxygen levels started dropping again. But you know what, at 82, 84%, he was not the same the way he did, was that other night before and we when I saw that I was at work and I saw it on the monitor and I said we were thinking do we need to go back to the ER and I said no I'm gonna come home I prayed my on the way home I prayed and this whole time even though his stats had looked off he it's still he was he's doing this right now but it's just he's just coughing this second time around, it was not the same. And I feel the Lord is saying that when things that have happened in the past come up again, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. You're going to have a greater authority in your prayers. You're going to have a greater authority in how you respond and what you do in that moment because it's not the same. So whenever you receive that call or you see that thing happen, quote unquote, again, laugh at it. I laughed at that thing on my way home. I was like, nope, we're not doing that again. God is so awesome. This, it's not the same, guys. It's not the same. So I wanted him to give him honor and glory because he deserves it. And it's... We give him glory for all that he is going to do, what he's doing right now. And we receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank God. Thank God. Well, stand with me. Praise the Lord. For those of you that wonder how, how we're doing this, we don't really have a time limit. We're, we're just getting together and as long as we sense that he wants us to be here, we're going to be here. Sister Carolyn, she's out right now, uh, but she, Annie said she was watching prayer this morning, and uh, Carolyn closed her eyes and started to pray and got in the spirit, and she said, like, toward the end of the prayer, she, like, opens up her eyes and is like, whoo, <laughs> she had gone over an hour, you know, she had been over an hour, so she... <laughs> And he said it was awesome. So we're, we're get, we are definitely getting caught up. And some of you, some of you kids, we're, we're believing God for these children to get set ablaze with the fire of God's spirit. Amen. And we're not, listen, we're not, um, here's the deal. We're not going to try to persuade these kids. We're not going to try to do that. Either God is the God of his word and he does what he said he can do and he will do what he said he would do or he won't. That's, you know what? That's the deal. Either he's the God that we've been serving and believing and having faith in. He's either the God that answers by fire or we've been duped. But I know I haven't been duped. Amen. I've seen him answer, but so you know what? We're relying on him. We're trusting in him. We're not trying to, we're not trying to manufacture something here. That's why we're, sometimes we're piddling about, and we're going to keep on doing that. Amen? I don't do this during revival meetings. I come in with a, you know, with a, a clear direction, and I go to knocking down walls and tearing down uh, high places, and because the Lord, you know, that's what he shows, that's how he shows me. But that's not what he's showing us to do here. He wants us to just come in his presence and, and allow him to reveal things. Now, it, who knows? If, 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 he, if he pulls on us for next week, we, we might have full-blown revival meetings up in here. I may have to start, I may have to start knocking down walls and, and pulling up weeds and figure. We, we may have to do that. But 
for this week, I think we've, you know what? I believe Jesus is smiling at us saying, you did good. Amen. I really do. I feel like he's, he's happy with, uh, with us because we're doing our gut level best. And he knows we are. But I want to encourage you, Miss Rhonda. I want to encourage you. Uh, Annie, I want to encourage you. And Nakia, all, everybody that's here. Uh, Cherie, uh, Rachel, all of y'all. I want to encourage you. Hilda, David, Joe, Jess, every one of you. Be open to the Spirit. If there's some spiritual gift that begins to work in you, I mean work it in the name of Jesus. Let God, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. I believe the enemies of your life are already running quick and in a hurry away from, away from you and away from, you know, um, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to prophesy over nobody, but uh, um, Emma, Emma's back here. And uh, um, I saw the, I saw the, now I, didn't, I don't know if I've ever told her anything before, but I saw the angel of the Lord back there with her. Did I ever see that fur before? Did I ever tell you that before? That there's, an, there's, there's an angel that's back there with you. And I hear, the, I hear the Lord saying this. I hear the Lord saying that the days of anxiety are behind you. The Lord says, your anxiety, you're leaving it at the altar of God in this place today. When you walk out the door, anxiety ain't going with you in the name of Jesus. I hear, I hear, the, I hear the Lord saying that the enemy has returned Time after time, season after season. And the Lord says, the Lord tell me this. He says, it's almost like you can feel it coming. And then there's nothing you can do about it. It's like days ahead of time. You're like, ooh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like it's getting ready to happen. Like something's coming. And the Lord says, the Lord says anytime you feel, he said it's a, it's a spirit of dread that comes upon you. You begin to, it's like a, you feel this dread. And it's, it's something that you can't easily shake. It, 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 uh, it all, it's almost as if it transforms you into another person. And you know it's not the person that God has created you to be. But I hear God saying that will be no more. The Lord, the Lord says that angel is there. And God says every time that, that evil spirit tries to come, God says the angels of heaven are going to fight on your behalf. God says, not only are they going to stay off of your life, God says they're going to stay out of your yard in the name of Jesus. They're not even going to get in the yard. They're not going to even make it, uh, they're not even going to make it into the neighborhood. I hear God saying, I hear God saying the days of dread are over for you. I hear God saying the days of anxiety. The Lord says the days where the enemy has tried to oppress you and to keep you under a, a black cloud and a heavy burden. Those days are over. And I hear God saying, this is your day of freedom and release in the name of Jesus. So we lose that to you right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it, Lord. Amen. Amen. I hear, I hear God saying, you're going to find your joy in his presence in the name of Jesus. I hear the Lord saying that your family might think you're nuts. Because the Lord says, you're going to be at home and God's Spirit's going to come on you and you're just going to go to laughing. You're going to get, you're going to get under the influence of the Spirit. And joy is what is going to mark your life. I hear God saying from today forward, it's joy, joy, joy. The Lord says, not, not single joy, not double joy, triple joy in the name of Jesus. Triple joy, 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 joy in the name of of Jesus. God says joy in the morning, joy in the evening, and joy in the afternoon. Amen. sobrona. God says joy for every hour, for every minute of every day in Jesus' name. So Father, we thank you. Lord, thank you for what you're doing, for what you've done. Lord, I pray that your hand will be upon each one of us, Lord, that uh, we won't leave here until we know that you've released us individually and Lord as you do release us as we go it's our prayer father that the same anointing that the same spirit that has been upon us tonight will be released through us into the lives of others Lord may they be attracted by what you're doing in us and we're, we're not looking for them to be attracted 
necessarily to Winter's Church. But Lord, we want them to be attracted to you and to what it is that you're doing. In Jesus' name. So Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. Thank God. Sheree? I heard something the other day, and I didn't say anything about it right then because I didn't really think I was supposed to. Well, Hilda's praying for it. Well, praise God. But was she here the night pastor ministered? It was Sunday night in revival. Anyways, it was one night of revival, and I don't think it was, I don't know if it was during these, but it was, it was the anointing service. And at the anointing service, she was behind me, and the Lord was ministering to me, but I think it was when pastor laid his hand on her that in my spirit for her, God said, firebrand. So I'm just done to declare firebrand over Emma. And I have the definition, because I looked it up that night, because I was like, firebrand, because I'm a fire person, you know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus, get me with your fire. So, uh, firebrand, a person who is passionate about a particular cause, typically inciting change and taking radical action. That's the noun. And then the verb is a piece of burning wood. So, God, we just lose the power of God and the fire of God on her right now, God, that she would burn with the fires of revival, that she would burn with the fire of your spirit, God, that your anointing in her would not only train her and lead her and guide her into all the things that you called her to do and the purpose for which you created her, God, but that she would be a fire starter everywhere she goes, that fire would spread to others, God, that seemed untouched and unreachable God but because of the fire that you're branding her with God that just being in the vicinity God they'll be burning in Jesus name amen Hallelujah. listen y'all were called to revival God created you for revival you are fire starters in the name of Jesus you know there are some people that are firefighters but you don't fight fires you are fire men and women amen you are carriers of the fire of God. And so as you leave here tonight, carry that fire, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. Thank God. Listen, you can go whenever you want to. We're back. We're, tomorrow we're going to give you a chance to do your laundry, catch up on the dishes, uh, uh, locate your children. <laughs> Eat a decent meal for dinner. And then we're going to get back tomorrow together on Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m., you, you say, are we having regular service on Sunday? Probably not. We're having service, but I'm sure it's not going to be regular. So invite someone to come. Don't just invite them. Bring them, and let's expect God to do great things. You say, what are we going to do next week, Pastor? Good question. <laughs> At, at this point, we, we kind of put on hold announcing that we're, we're supposed to be in Shawnee next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And um, we, we put it on hold because we don't know what's going to happen. We put it on hold announcing it uh, in case we, we uh, have to be here. So, uh, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying have to in case we get to keep doing this. And so, uh, but we're, we're, we'll see. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on everything being the same all the time here. Uh, so, amen. Thank God. Pray for my son. Pray for his fingers and his hands and his and his back and his backside. And he don't have enough. You know, Sanchez's. They didn't. We don't have butts. And just pray that the Lord will help him. Amen. But uh, I love you guys with all of my heart. I do. You know, I do. I'm so glad you guys came tonight and that you came this week. How many of you are glad that you made a, a time to come? Listen, God is so, so good to us. This is so bizarre to me doing this because I'm really leaning. <laughs> yeah, they can let them run. It's that's that time. Run, babies, run. Amen. <laughs> do y'all... Do y'all remember when Hilda wanted the children to quit running and now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> now, she, now, now hers is leading the pack. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Amen. All right, guys, you can go in his presence or you can stay and have some fellowship with one another. Please don't disturb Sister Carolyn. If you need to pray, make sure that you pray. Uh, respect those that are here that are pressing in and uh, make sure that you don't distract or disrupt them uh, in Jesus' name. I love you guys.